0: Good morning, Victory Life Church, and all you people tuning in one more time to one of the most powerful teachings from the Word of God. I'm calling this "Shut the Flesh Up." That's uh, <laughs> a phrase I developed, and has actually drawn a bit of attention because uh, it uh, it just it sounds different, and but, but even this session here because we're taking what happened in Romans chapter 7 and uh, you know there's no chapter and verses in the New Testament or the original New Testament. We're bringing it over to chapter 8 which is the answer to Romans 7. Well what's in Romans chapter 7? Uh, Well there's a guy that uh, uh, possibly the Apostle Paul in his younger years where uh, he's relating to a man that was dealing with the things I should do, I don't, the things I I shouldn't do. I do. And so the answer comes in Romans chapter eight, verse one. Thank God for Jesus Christ and um, the law of the spirit of life has set me free from the law of sin and death. And there's no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. But okay, folks, that's the door. That's verse number one. Number one, there's a whole bunch of verses behind that that most people don't discuss. We are going to discuss them. Well, we're going to catch you up. You can go back to last. Uh, uh, this is session number four. You can go back to last three weeks and find more answers and more different angles that that I presented. So I'm gonna I'm gonna catch you all up because we want to win. You know, somebody said the devil made me do it. Uh-uh. That's an insult to Jesus Christ because Jesus defeated the devil all power and authority has been given unto me, said Jesus. All power and authority. So whatever is happening to us, and the Bible talks about us being a constant pageant of triumph. The Bible says that we should be the head and not the tail, above and not beneath. So guys, listen up. (laughs) If we're not that, and again, I've had my share of failures, but I'm pressing on to victory. I was reading this sheet as I was walking the floor here just a minute ago, and it has to do with my never again list. Never again will I say I can't, for I can do all things through Christ. So we're not into that today, right now, but uh, we're into understanding what happened in Romans chapter 8, and I want to catch you up quickly because we want to shut the flesh up. Amen? Do you want to? It says in verse number two the law of the spirit of life which means the way the spirit of god moves the law means the the way he moves in our life when we praise he comes down he inhabits i know he's in us but understand what i'm saying there's a a, there's a a presence of him the bible says uh, that that in matthew chapter uh, mark chapter 6 and and uh, john chapter 16 and 17 uh, he will lead us into all truth. He will show us things to come. So that is the prescribed usage of the Holy Spirit. He's sent. He's going to do the job. All we have to do is hook up with Him. Hook up with Him. Make a decision today because your life is not at maximum potential if you're not hooked up with the Spirit of God. Romans 8 says that. And so it's, it's you're not going to be flowing the way He wants you. So let's quickly go to where we've already been. In verse six, it says, now the mind of the flesh, which is sense and reason without the Holy Spirit is death. And I don't want that for you. I don't want that for me. Say that. I don't want that. Well, we have to do something um, to not walk in death. One translation says it a little bit different. It says that uh, for um, it says here. Uh, Let's go back to verse 5. It says, for when we were of the flesh, the nature of sin, which wars uh, against the spirit. And so we don't want that. We don't want to be warring against God. uh, But he has delivered us from that power of darkness. And so we are walking in the light. And um, so in verse 6, let me read a different, I've got 26 translations here. I want to pick the best one for you. Um, So it says, but now that we are delivered from the law and the the beings of the flesh, wherefore we were held. um, It says that we should uh, serve in newness of spirit and of uh, newness of the, uh, the new law. We are free then. And so I have written down here what the Spirit of God actually does for us. And it's so exciting when we understand what the Spirit of God is doing for us. In verse 6 it says... uh, Uh, We are not of the flesh, but of the Spirit. So yes, he's in us now. He's in you. You're a new creature in Christ Jesus. So now we've got to make sure that we listen to the flesh. And we're going to be in James chapter 3, where it also gives you a list. And we're going to go through this list today. And you will always, always, always know then what is the mind of the flesh and what is the mind of the Spirit. So we want to follow that. And so it says, if Christ be in you, this is verse 10 now. Uh, The spirits are now, uh, your spirit inside of you is now enjoying life because of right standing with God. The spirit of God is going to lead you into a great life here on this planet. And that's uh, one thing that we already covered. It's not a boring thing to be a believer. So you can go back over the last session. It's exciting, exciting. And it goes on to say, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies. He's going to take care of our physical being. We should be the healthiest people at whatever age we're at. We should be healthy. And uh, we should be, because the Spirit of God's going to direct us. And He's going to direct us on what to eat. I've been studying a lot on that and uh, deciphering between what is truth and what is fi- uh, fiction. But uh, the Spirit of God just enlightens uh, us to what is best for our physical temple. Why? Because he cares to inhabit us, have us have a long life, Psalm 91, so that we can fulfill our days and do what he's called us to do here on uh, on earth. And, and see, he needs our body. See, Jesus, after the resurrection, did not have a, a an earthly suit so that he could and he did no mighty works after he was raised from the dead. He gave that over to us. So we got to get in tune with the Spirit of God. We got to get um the flesh shut the flesh up so that we can hear the Spirit of God and follow His leading. So we know the Spirit of God uh, does a lot of wonderful things. So let's drop from verse uh, uh, verse ten. Let's go down to verse twelve. It says, "Therefore, brethren, we are not dead to the flesh, but to." to the uh, to the flesh, or uh, to live after the flesh, for if we live after the flesh, we will die. So or we will be on a on the path of death. And you don't want that. It it you know, Adam and Eve, when they fell in the garden, they didn't die instantly. They slowly started to die. And so we are the Bible says here, we are um you will die. It says if we're not following the ways of the Spirit, it says you must another translation says You must die. Another translation says you are uh, about to die. But what it is, is uh, decision after decision, that's not of the spirit, is going to lead you on a death track. Uh, But the good news is, in verse 13, it says, But if you, through the spirit, do mortify the deeds of the flesh, that means we put them to death. We make a decision not to follow that. Who makes that decision? You do. You do. You make the decision to follow after the Spirit, and it can be done. Everything, uh, because he already says you've been delivered from the kingdom of darkness, translated into the kingdom of his dear son. You make the decision to be led by the Spirit and mortify. The deeds of the flesh. You won't be robbing banks. You won't be lying. You won't be cussing. You won't be doing all those things. Why? Because every time you rev up to do something like that, which is all the flesh, you will have a little voice saying, "Don't do that." You, you know that's not good for you. And it's not just being a goody two shoes because what he what the, what the what the spirit of God is doing, who lives inside of you, he's taking you off the track of death and bringing you to the track of life, life. Life on this planet. He came to give you life and life more abundantly. Never forget that. He came to give you something that no person without the Holy Spirit has. Life and life more abundantly. But it must be done according to his pattern. According, as he says, uh, they that are led. That's the next verse. See? It says, verse 14. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Now, um, again, there's no decision to, well, uh, I don't want, I want to be a son of God, but I don't want to be led by the Spirit of God. You can't. It's either all or nothing. You're all in or nothing. And so um, we want to make sure that, uh, why why would you want to divide that? Why would you not want to be led by the Spirit of God? So listen up to what I'm sharing today. Train your spirit, man. He's in you. And the Bible says you will hear his voice, the voice of a stranger you will not follow. So we want to make sure that, That uh, you and I are following the leading of the Spirit. I want to be, I remember this one um, little boy was sleeping in the back of his car. They had just dropped off their father at the airport. And he's going to get into a plane. This was years and years ago. And a little boy woke up from his sleep. And uh, the Spirit of God prompted something to come out of his mouth. He says, Mom, where's Dad? You know, is he on that plane? Did he not know that that plane is going to crash into the mountain? So how is it that that child picked that up and the father did it? That's the difference between a, even, I'm, I'm not saying that father was not born again, but that's the difference between someone living in the spirit and and. He, and uh and hearing the voice of the spirit or someone living in the flesh and not listening or ignoring the voice of the spirit you know that burning sensation on the inside or somebody said it's like taking a shower and having your socks on you know there's something wrong don't press through and do it don't do it even if it's if it seems glamorous don't do it oh it's so important that they that are led by the spirit of god are the sons of god and so we want to uh, i want to bring you back to um the book of james and run through uh, it's so important because we covered this the other week because um, there's four locations that we grab information from four locations the bible says i'm going to read it out of james chapter 4 it's so exciting because you know when i need to fix something on a motor i can google it and it will give me the answer it give me knowledge that i just don't have i've never gone to uh while well, we did a a, a mechanic course in grade, uh, I think it was grade eight. No, it was a little later than that, grade 10 or so. And (laughs) that's what we learned about small engines, but I've never learned, other than by Googling, really, I have never taken any classes, but it helped me make uh, the right decisions in so many different areas, rather than making mistakes on fixing a motor. And so this is all what we're saying in Book of James, chapter four, verse 15. The wisdom that descends not from above, uh, I'll go back to verse fourteen. It says, "But if in uh, where is it here again? But if you have bitter envy and strife in your hearts, glory not, and lie not against the truth. So if that stuff is working in your heart, working, 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 don't go with it. Don't allow that, because he says that wisdom that is not from above. So there's the above door where wisdom comes down." It is earthly, sensual, or devilish. Then there's three doors where the other comes from. Earthly, sensual, or devilish. And we covered that last week. Um, And so I want to go through a list that I wrote out, um, taking the Amplified Bible's words on James chapter 3, for where there's, um, actually it is uh, verse 17, it says, but the wisdom from above is first pure, I'm going to go through this list with a bit of an explanation. We've already covered the negative side, but I want to say on the other side. And you can read it, James chapter 4, verse 16. Write it out. Write it out with a pen or to underline it in your Bible because it gives you exactly and shows you where stuff comes from. The first word is if where there's envy and strife or where there's bitterness. Well, you already know. If you are making a decision based on that, I'm bitter because maybe someone else got a better job or whatever. We covered that last week, but it's so important to understand any decision made while that, it's so easy to det- determine. That is of the flesh. I'm doing this because I'm mad. You may lie and say, no, 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 that was the spirit of God. In fact, I'm going to tell you something. It's very dangerous. It is blasphemy. It is using the Lord's name in vain when you say the Lord told me to do something, and you know it is hasn't been prayed about. It has uh, it's got its basis on bitterness, envy, or strife, and you throw the name of Jesus out and say, "No, He told me to do that." And I, as a pastor, have gone through this a thousand times, where people to to do whatever they want to do, they make these decisions that are not spirit based. Dangerous, and you're bringing the Lord's name. You're using it in vain as a basically a tool. Saying, "Pastor, you can't say anything because the Lord told me," and He never did. Because right behind it, or a lot of times, I know the situation. You're envious. You're mad. You're you're in unforgiveness or whatever. But the Lord told you, and so that's a very dangerous place to be. We want to be led by the Spirit of God. What does that look like? Well, the verse says, but the wisdom from above, first of all, is pure. What does that mean? It means not mixed or uh, adulterated with any other substance or undefiled. You know that you know that you know it, may, it comes from a pure heart. You're not doing this to get even with someone. You're not doing it. We were listening to a program yesterday on on uh, unforgiveness, and it was really good where, you know, people... Uh, People that have been hurt, they still deal with it years after and they want to punish a person. You know that whatever motive that you have. No, no, the Lord told me to do this. Are you sure? Is it pure? Or it's going to end up in file 13. You're going to hurt yourself. The person that cuts you off in traffic or that person that was evil to you. Uh, hey, you know what? Jesus was hung on the cross and he said, Father, forgive them. That herd mentality for they know not what they're doing. Jesus always walked in purity and showed us how to walk in purity. So can you say that you actually have pure motives in what decision that you have made? If not, it's not the wisdom from above. It's not. It's mixed. It's it may. You may fool some people, but you can't fool the Lord. And so we want to shut the flesh up because anything that comes from the earthly sensual or devilish realm will take you down the wrong path. You're going to die young, you're going to die, uh, you're going to have a miserable life, you're going to be in agony, you're going to get sick. How many people are in, in hospitals because of uh, of some sin or flesh related principle that they have violated? Unforgiveness is The reason our hospital is filled with so many people or fear or dread. All of those are open doors from the flesh, which again, I should call it carnality or the the flesh nature, which is not the spirit of God. First of all, be pure in your decision. Second, be peace loving, freedom from disturbance, tranquility. Does it, do you sense the peace in the decision? Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. Now I've got payments. I have $1,000 for this brand new truck that I bought. You know, and three weeks later, it's like, oh, my goodness. I wish I wouldn't have. Buyer's remorse. Are you sure you felt the peace? Or did you feel the pride when you started taking that specific vehicle? And Again, there's nothing wrong with having a new vehicle. When the timing is right, don't get into debt over it. Amen. That's a, all the D words. Dead is not necessarily of, the, of God. All right. So we know it has to be peace. Peace loving. Do not be moved by pressure or guilt. Well, they got a new truck or a car or house or whatever. Let's follow the Jones. And like three blind mice, they all walk down the street together. All right. Courteous. is The wisdom from above is courteous. Are you polite about it? Respectful, gentle, and considerate. Or are you boisterous? Oh yeah, I, I'm going to tell him off. I'm going to tell, I heard someone the other day, you never correct upward. In other words, you never go and correct your, uh, a spiritual leader above you. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 13, verse 7 and 17, you don't have the right to do that. They were put there to take care of your soul and the Lord corrects them. And other ministers that are, are speaking into their life, correct them. When you are correcting outwards, you're doing it by the flesh. And it will never be what God wants to be. So be courteous, polite. That is the voice from above. Respectful, always respectful. Yeah, you don't know what they did to me. Yes, I understand. You may have been mistreated. But always be courteous, respectful, gentle, and considerate. Yield to reason, that means surrender, give away. Oh, how many people uh, would not listen to reason the last couple of years and got themselves into trouble? Always, always say, um, you know, can I, I want to hear what you have to say to me. I want to hear what you are saying, especially when someone has a Bible open and they want to share with you. Never, no, 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 that's not what I believe. Uh, No, listen to reason. Uh, a ground base uh rational motive that's what reason means for me it means the word of god what does the bible say on it the, the door from above is also full of compassion which it means sympathy pity uh, feeling empathy towards someone do you sense the compassion in a decision that you're going to make or is it all about you that should be a clear sign that uh, God's not involved with it, and so these are all found in in the 17th verse of James chapter three. Compassion, good fruit. John 15 says we bear good fruit. So is this bearing good fruit, or is it bearing revengeful fruit, hatred, or evil crops? So again, you 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 gotta you gotta see this. Even if you've made the wrong decision and all of a sudden you see the bad fruit arising, you can always go back and stop it and repent. Repent all the way along the way. How about wholehearted? With complete sincerity and commitment. Is the wisdom from above, are you all in? Well, you know, we just kind of, you know, whenever we can, we help out or whenever we can. No, that's not commitment. Whether it's a, a relationship with the Lord, going to church, you know, reading your word, are you wholehearted? Anything that is less is earthly, sensual, or devilish. The door from above is wholehearted, the door from God, and that's what we're shutting the flesh up. That's what we're doing in, in what we're looking at right now. Is it straightforward? Uncomplicated, is another word that you find in John uh, James chapter 3, verse 17. Uncomplicated, easy to understand, effortless. Is it impartial? Can, we, can you find a judge nowadays that, that doesn't take one side or the other? Like actually believes in the law. God does. He's got his word and he sticks with that. Impartial, treating all rivals as equal, fair, and just. Is it unfeigned? What does that mean? Genuine and sincere. Is it genuine and sincere? Is it free of doubts? A feeling of uncertainty, a lack of um, conviction. Are you sure? When you're telling, yes, the Lord told me to do something. Are you sure? Better shut her down before you know you get in trouble with the Lord for using His name in vain. The Lord told me to do that. I would, ne- I would rather you don't say that to try to sound spiritual than than open doors to the devil by using His name in vain. All right, is it unwavering? That means uh, um, staggering, unable to catch one's balance. To and fro, says the book of James. We, is that decision? Well, I don't know. Is that the right decision? Is it not? Well, how about you pray about it for a bit more? You will know. Then that is not the door of the spirit. It's of the flesh. If you keep on going back and forth, back and forth, it's not the spirit. Is it in sincerity the quality of not expressing genuine feeling? And you be the judge of that. How do you feel about that? How do you think it makes the other? The Bible says, prefer someone else rather than yourself. Prefer the other over yourself. So are you, is it, are you the tall hog at the trough? Or are you listening to the spirit of God? This wisdom is not from above, but earth essential devil. That's how we are led by the spirit of God. It's so simple. All you have to do is break it down. You got a list. It's a That verse is like uh, walking in a spirit for dummies, so to speak. It's so simple. Just got to do it. Follow it. Anyways, that's all the time I have for you today. Um, Call us at 250-862-3044. If you have any questions on what I shared today, I'd love to talk to you. And I'm going to open up an opportunity which I've never done before. Um, I know a lot of people are listening from elsewhere. And these messages have been a blessing. And uh, some, some uh, may uh, want to have an opportunity to sow. Well, phone that number. We'll give you an opportunity to sow into uh, uh, this ministry. You'll never uh, go wrong when you sow into the kingdom of God. Every seed we'll speak over, it, we pray over it, we believe, we retithe. Uh, every time we get a seed, we retithe it into other ministries and that causes us to be blessed. Anyways, have an amazing rest of the day.